We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the NBA Finals, the NHL Stanley Cup, some spitball, and MLB. So stay tuned. What'd you say? Total package. Oh, total package. Why'd you whisper that? Lex Luger, Luger, give me some, bro. (laughs) Immediately, immediately. Always. I whispered it because I know that you always bitch about when we make noise while the podcast, because you got to put in the the music and shit. I don't bitch about that. You bitch about it all the time. No, I don't. (laughs) I do it in post. I get rid of the- Wait, so why is it total package, though? Why'd you say that? Because we got the NHL that- We're talking a little NFL, right? No? I'm talk- yeah, yeah, there's a little NFL. I don't know. We got the M- NBA and MLB. That's total package, baby. It is. And then like even a little soccer, too. A little soccer. Getting our tip and everything. Watched a little bit of soccer this weekend. Saw my boy win it. CR7, yeah. what's good? You're hyped. <laughs> I was so hyped. Guy's looking sexier than ever. Yeah. Yo, he didn't do much, though. He didn't do shit. He don't got to do, do nothing Yo, except look that, sexy. He had that one touch <laughs> Collect early. Collect those trophies, like the 15th, kid. 15th, 20th minute where he was in alone and he blasted it over trying to go short side. What, uh, what got me hyped was, so Ramajir won 3-1. A fan runs onto the field. Ronaldo's like, not on a breakaway, but he's breaking into the box about to shoot. Yeah, it was yeah. great. And uh, a famous soccer player, Gary Lineker, he's a commentator for BBC. Um, and uh, he's saying how, oh, that guy definitely had Ronaldo don't score yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. you know like it was, it was, you know, he was diving legalized. in front of the net he's like yeah and then you see Ronaldo's about to shoot and then the referee just blows it dead and then he puts his arm up as if he's did he's you tight. see how flustered Ronaldo was with what was going on I'm like yo my dude you're up 3-1 just cause you haven't done shit all game don't be selfish yeah. and mad that nah, like, the chill, second time you touched the ball League game. final so, yeah. bro you're up 3-1 in the 90, <laughs> like 93rd minute and this dude comes on through what ruin your second touch of the game first Come of on, all what, what happens if that if like you gotta stop the game yeah, he, he saw, the guy came too close onto the field. Yeah, he was in front of the play. Yeah, he was. 
He was right on. He was inside the <laughs> penalty box. If you're on TV and you run on the field, you have to be doing something extremely right. Yo, so they never show you on Champions League final. No, we can't get like more security here. Yo, wild, right? Like, yo, bro, if, you so If I want to break post- away, yo, I say that all the time. I'm like, yo, realistically, in an NFL game, if someone gets wide open and catches a ball, like uh, Stephon Diggs this past year, what if someone from the Vikings just took off on the sidelines and leveled him? Saints. And he didn't score on, on the Saints. other team, right? You mean you didn't? Like they they're not gonna win. They put the ball there. You save the day. <laughs> you save the season. That's what the band thought. Jump they were off doing. the sideline. But you cheated, though. Who cares for the good of the team? Well, I don't know. I I, I bet you that we'd if be that happened, about, uh, we'd be coming in here that next Monday. Hey man, and you would be giving that guy the most shit. Now I'd be no, giving no, a no. ton of props. Yo, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> also, also, let's be honest. If that. If if that play gives you the cover, Joe. Yo, if it gives me the cover, <laughs> that's filled. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. first of all, I'm paying his fine. Well, now I'm paying his fines. So you're also like paying like your bond and all that. So yeah, you better have a sizable bet in on that to do that. Yo, and you're not allowed to be in the he, stadium anymore. Yeah. Yo, crazy. But seriously, what would happen? Like, how you, does he get suspended? What's funny is Joe Flacco once said when uh when the Ravens were playing the Niners in the Super Bowl, and the last play, remember when they took the safety on purpose and then they punted it off. Joe Flacco's on the sideline during uh, America's Game, the the program that NFL Network does where they yeah. spotlight the, the Super Bowl winning team. He's talking to uh, one of the offensive players. He goes, yo, if the guy's breaking up the sideline, what happens if I just trip him? Yeah. What happens? The guy's like, yo, I don't know. It's a great question. So I'm saying, yo, hit him. Hit him. So go, Get go, off the sidelines. Go, going, back, going back to the soccer game, right? But despite the, the fan running out to the field, it was a 3-1 score line. Mostly to the goalie being an absolute legend, Carius, for Liverpool. I mean, if you guys ever wanted to understand our lingo, right, what we mean by legend, (laughs) just look up Carius, Liverpool, goalie in the Champions League final. The the, the two things that he did were just mind-blowing. So This is like FIFA, like, like... When you go to accounts that have, like, FIFA b- fails, like, yeah. this is what it yeah. is. Oh, that's like me when I press the button, take a free kick, when I'm just trying to skip replays and I give up a goal. That's what I felt like happened. Yeah. yeah. Like, he hit the A button by accident to throw it out. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 <laughs> it was crazy. So, it got me thinking, what other, what other athletes or managers, coaches, can you guys think of that had just brain farts in big moments? Hmm. A- you said athletes or coaches? So, yeah. The first one that what comes about- to mind for me was... I think it was 2009. It was Luis Castillo dropping the fly ball. Just because I was at that game, and it was first and second. They were down one, the Yankees. And A-Rod's up. I'm like, yeah, who else would you want up in this situation? And he pops one up, and I'm saying every curse word under the book Ugh. at A-Rod, thinking game's over. And then Castillo proceeds to drop the ball, and they, they went on that play. And that, and that, that's great. That's, that's the Mets to, spiraled for uh, seven years after that play. That's an all-time choke that I, was, that I witnessed in person. Yeah, you got to get sent down immediately. Yeah, uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is not a player or a coach or anything. I don't. This is a long time ago, and this is even like two years before I was three years before I was born. But the 1985 World Series, there was an umpire, uh, Don Don Denkinger, right? Fire name. Don Denkinger. Den King Er. It's a great name. He Jorge Orta was at the plate for the Royals in the bottom of the ninth. And the Cardinals were up by one. He represented the tying run. They He was out by legit two steps. They called him safe. The Cardinals then won the next... I mean, the, the Royals won the next two game in, games and won the 1985 championship. 
when they should have been out of the championship on that play. I'm surprised Tim mentioned this before he mentioned like Bill Buckner. Ugh. I, I mean, as a look, fan. here's the thing though. Tim only f- mentions things when it's in favor of his team. <laughs> that is so, though. That's that not was. true. Yeah, that, but was. That, that was a ga- that was a, a gaff on Buckner's part, and the Mets benefited. So he's right. not he's not gonna. Like, what are you talking about? You only mentioned the negatives. Yeah, like you remember something that happened that that didn't. Go oh, away. I don't remember the positive things about my team. That, that yeah, was- it it also it also happened two years before I was born. Bill Buckner. Yeah, Bill Buckner. Yeah, no, I'm saying that's one of all time gaffs. That is, but I think Mookie would beat it out. Fast guy. That's all I'm saying. Fast, fast guy. I think of Mad Dodge. Not a big stage, but look, the Giants were in contention for a playoff berth. That was a big dickhead moment. Tom Coughlin tells him there's six seconds left. He's probably the most dangerous returner in the game. Don't punt it to him. Right down the middle. Not to be confused with a big dick moment. Housed it. Legend. That was really bad. Mad Dodge. What about Steve Bartman? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. That's not a... That's not a Coach or a fan. That's true. Uh, but that's not a coach or a player. Right. But I will say this. Alex, Gun- Alex Gonzalez had an error later in that inning. That no one talks about. That no one talks about because of Bartman. Yo, yeah, I actually have no was, idea what you're talking that about. That was really. What? The, Who's the best 30 for 30s? Wait, what are you talking about? Steve, the, the Cubs fan. The Cubs fan who reached over the wall in Dude, 03. Oh, Alex okay. Gonzalez was one of the better defenders in the league that year. I don't know that, that his year. name. And he went to backhanded and the Everyone ball just. He just, it just clanked off his glove. No one talks about that. No, no one because Bartman yeah. was there, and also no one talks that they lost Game Seven as well. Right. I At wonder. Home, yeah. You know. I wonder if Steve Bartman, if he was like a big, bald, buff dude, if everyone would be giving him as much shit as the little nerd. Bro, watch that, that thirty for thirty. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. no one has Wait, seen him it? too. Yeah, they no. asked him throughout Still. the first pitch after they won the World Series, yeah. and he was like, "Nah, I'm good." Yo, he probably got ridiculed. I would Bro, be like, he, "Fuck the Cubs!" He, after that, they don't know where. They've never heard from him since. That's what I'm saying. He, he probably got so killed. Death threat. Yeah, he did. Of course he got killed. Yeah, Yo, you think so? Not like not, literally. Not like uh, literally. Uh, right. <laughs> no, I think Joe was talking about literally. <laughs> he might have got killed that <laughs> night. Nah, he, they're in the 30 for 30, they talk about this reporter found out where he works like years later and went up to him like, oh, Steve. He's like, how the fuck? He's like, get out of here. Like, I'll sue you. How do you, know where I, how do you know where I work? How do you know this? He's like, get lost. I'm not talking to you. Damn, that sucks, man. That's a terrible. Like, you know, yeah. That's He's trash. a diehard Cubs fan too. It's just like, Yo, it's, I can't say I wouldn't have done the same thing if I was in his shoes. It was cool, though, that they asked him to throw out the pitch, though. That of course, because cool. like, they don't want him to feel that guilt forever. Like yeah. They broke the curse. Damn, that is trash. Bro, watch that 30 for 30. They talk about getting him out of the stadium that night, getting him to like a place where he can stay the night, getting him like change of clothes so no one recognizes him when he leaves the stadium. Yo, it's crazy. Yo, Yo go watch that. I forgot what it's called. I'll tell you right now. I kind of feel the fans, though, because like if I was watching the Giants Super Bowl and some fan ran out on the field and like, blocked a field goal, I'd fucking kill them. Also, what about, uh, talking about Super Bowl, what about Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll? Oh, my God. That play, too. By the way, that 30 for 30 is called Catching Hell, and yeah, that was a terrible What play. about, the, who was the wide receiver, the intended receiver on that play? Was it Paul Richardson? I think it was No, Baldwin. Paul Richardson was a rookie. It was uh, Matthews. It was- the dude that only played, he had 100 yards that, and then he would yeah, never yeah. heard from him again. Yo, he got bullied off the ball by Malcolm Butler. Yo, honestly, oh, he beat him play. to the spot. That's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, it was a good Yo, play. Yeah, s- but at least, at least don't get knocked the fuck out. Like, at least, like, hit Butler back. You know what I mean? Like, you can't see Butler. Sure, but he got knocked the fuck out. Did you see so that? That's weak. That's weak, man. That's a good play. That's weak. that the Seahawks players gave up on him after that, and Bruce Irvin tweeted big facts this week. What? Bruce Irvin was a linebacker. Pro Football talked about an article. It says Cliff, a- Cliff Averill was quoted as saying, 
Seahawks started questioning Pete Carroll after Super Bowl interception. Mm. And then Bruce Irvin commented, quoted it and commented big facts. Shit. I didn't even know that. I mean, everybody does once they leave. Anytime you leave a team, it, Greg Jennings was calling Rodgers a bum and he was a terrible teammate. Yeah. Meanwhile, Greg Jennings got paid because of Rodgers. Greg, Greg Jennings left Rodgers. Ain't been the same since. Yeah, blue and the Vikings. Wasn't he kind of old though when he went to the Vikes? Nah, dude, he was. He was. He was, I think he was, over he was coming off an of All Pro year. Nah, he wasn't over thirty. He was approaching thirty though. Twenty-eight is the number that pops into my head. They got be. rid of him because Jordy Nelson was coming off a monster year, and they had Randall Cobb. So they didn't want to pay Greg Jennings. And you have Rodgers, who makes anyone look good. He was thirty. Greg still- Jennings. No, it's, it's Jamie. Jennings. <laughs> What? You've never seen that video? Oh my god! What? Put the team on his back, though. You never With seen this? With a broken leg, though. I don't think With so. With a broken fucking leg. <laughs> I gotta see oh, this. Pussy. <laughs> you never seen this shit? No. Oh my god. Yo, you never the Mike Vick one. Good shit, kills some bits. <laughs> <laughs> Is this everyone seen this? Yeah, you seen dude. this too? No. It's a dude who was me? playing video games and like. Greg Jennings what caught a it? pass in Madden and like broke like 19 tackles uh, or some shit. He's, he's running with like his leg pointed the other way. He's like, <laughs> he's like, like broken, broken, broken fucking leg. Marshawn Lynch. I've never seen dude? this in Madden. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other videos is like, dog, this is what I'm nicest. I'm the nicest player in Madden yeah. ever. Yo, this shit is so funny. Anyway, um, Turn up, CR7's got another one. Anyway, uh, let's, talk about the, let's talk about the NBA. Uh, we have the finals set. Shocker. Shocker. I don't know what everyone else, but I'm fucking shocked. Don't, don't start that. Don't Ca- do it. Cavs and Why? Warriors. Don't do it because Chris Paul got hurt. We would never would have known what would have happened. That's true, but you still. Can't, you can't say shocker. You sure, it was the Vegas favorite, and everyone said, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to play all these games, and we're going to get to here, but the Rockets pushed them, and it's unfortunate that Chris Paul didn't play because they dominated that series when Paul was in there. Yeah, and they got off to a slow start in that game seven. I mean, as they always as sure they did all series. I'm just saying. I think it'd be foolish to say that if Chris Paul what if Chris Paul played, they didn't have a better shot. But at the same time, you got Trevor Reason in that game that zero points in forty Yo, minutes. There's some witchcraft going on in Golden State. You got like, what's going what on? It, was it twenty four straight threes missed? Nah, I was like twenty eight, twenty seven, twenty seven, twenty seven yeah. straight threes, and not for nothing. <laughs> to be fair, Harden. Hasn't been hitting those threes. Yo, Harden Hard himself went like 0 for 18 at one point from three. <laughs> we were yeah, watching yeah. the game. We're like, oh, there's another one. Well, that, that's the thing, though. What was the thing that I've been saying this entire playoff? When Harden has those moments in the past, they shit the bed. Now it was have, different this Paul. year because you had Chris Paul. And you saw Chris Paul in game five 37 when he's 0 for 20. We're watching the game at your crib. And what, what is he doing with three minutes left? He's Takes jumping. Over, yeah. No, but he's jumping around. He's like, yo. And, and, and you could tell it's one of those, those funny gifts that go around and those memes where it's like, Oh, when your boy's hyped up to go talk to his crush and all that. Yeah. It's like you're talking. And that's what Chris Paul was doing. He's like, yo, don't worry, fam. You're 0 for 20. I got you. You got me now. You don't got to worry. For a team that was built on the three ball to go on that crazy drought, that that's like. That obviously can't And for happen. the game to be that close, too. Yeah. That's the, that's the worst Even part. Even though it was kind of like over before it got that close. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a lot of garbage points to make it close. But. Yeah, that game Shit. had a feeling of over for a long time. Over well, when when Chris Paul gets hurt, what happens is Eric Gordon now has to play a starter role where he likes coming off the bench. And then what really killed him is Ryan Anderson played, mm. I think, about ten minutes, maybe less, but he was minus twelve on the court, and he gave him nothing. 
Like nothing. He couldn't hit one three. And he was he was absolutely a liability on defense too. I mean, yeah, that's always been his issue. But he was always a high percentage guy shooting from three, and he was a big that could stretch the stretch the floor, so you would deal with it. He was such a good shooter from three, but yeah, it was, it was a disaster, for sure. And I mean, Clay Thompson once again, Mister Game Six is what they're co- coining him. Another monster Game Six in the Western Conference Finals. They're down, and he comes he comes out guns blazing. Granted, this time they were playing in Golden State, not so much in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Yeah, did you see the Nick Young interview after? No, I'm saying they were playing. Game six was in Golden State. Oh, okay. Yo, Nick Young's way older than I thought. Yeah, he's like 32. I'm blown away by that. Yeah. I thought he was like 27. It's because he has 27-year-old actions. Yeah, that's the greatest. He's also a young-looking dude. That's, in my opinion, the greatest post-game interview so i'm just trying to turn up so you're holding me back from getting my boots on back there yeah but you know he didn't do anything so i understand exactly they were, yeah, he's, he's like, like why do you want to talk to me for? yeah why you want to talk to me like I'm just, it's funny they were they showed a picture of javel mcgee and nick young both on the old wizards days and those old fucking um you know remember the old wizards uniforms the blue ones yeah yeah the, the jordan, jordan wizards yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like these guys are, might have a chance to win a championship. <laughs> yeah. There's also a, a that's photo sinking. flying around of the Hornets, the New Orleans Hornets, with Chris Paul, Ryan Anderson, Eric Gordon. Uh, might have been someone else on there. Ariza. And Ariza, yeah. Hmm. It's like back in the day, the Hornets. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a shame that Chris Paul got hurt, man. Because I hate that. Man. I mean, they'll really, be back next year. So. Poor Chris Paul, man. It happens to him all the time. It seems like he always gets wor- hurt in the worst spots, and especially like this. Where he just kind of—it was a non-contact. He just pulled up and game too. yeah, and he just grabbed I his hand. They're going to lose that game just because he didn't get back on defense. They wound up missing. I think it was. Well, Quinn that Cook. was that was when Quinn Cook. Took yeah. the shot. That's when you knew like it was bad because that was like a big moment and in the game. And it's like defense. if you're not going to get back on defense, like yo, you you're either not playing the next two games or like get the fuck back. Yo, on that's defense. what I was. I was like, yo, he better be on the floor right now. Yeah. If he's not back on defense, especially if especially if it's Chris Paul. Dude's a bulldog. He's not a t- the type to miss and then yeah, nah. sulk exactly. Sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It, sucks. it really it, does. It, it sucks because once again, Chris Paul, he's been carrying these injuries throughout his whole career, and then we shift on over to the East, and for the eighth straight time, one guy is in the finals because one guy don't get hurt. LeBron James don't get hurt. The only time he's missed time in his career is because he just wants to chill, and he don't want to play a back to back in Milwaukee and Washington. That's the only time he misses. That's the only time he don't play. Part of his greatness is his durab- durability. Your best ability as an athlete is availability. That's the smartest thing Nick's ever said. I think so, too. For did real. You, like did you come I, up with that? No, I, I, nah, I've heard mad smart people, but now that I use it. <laughs> I was hoping he didn't. No, no, no. I was <laughs> no, but yo, I it's, totally it's, taking credit for that. Yo, it's true, though. It's true. No, it's, it is. He, he doesn't get hurt. He's like, Durant missed time this year. Curry. He also just played 45 and then 48 minutes or some shit. Yeah, it's insane. He's literally playing. Every After time. 82 games. It's insane. And yo, he they they did a uh, those advanced analytics, and they were saying how he plays. He's one of the ten slowest players in the league, as far as how quick he moves on the court. So for all you guys, oh, I want a guy that takes no plays off. Nah, chill. That's why guys like Steve Francis and uh, Baron Davis eventually they fizzle out. Their bodies can't control that. John Wall's carrying knee injuries year in year out. Forty three million dollars they got to play him in two years. You know what's happening? Bedtime if you're the Wizards. Got to pay that. LeBron don't get hurt. He chills. He takes plays off because he knows, like, yo, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to come off the court. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jog up the court this time. And he can't come off the court. Just he his can. presence is so important to that team. 
Of course. Defensively and offensively. He's also long as fuck. Yeah, it's like two steps. He's out the court. <laughs> That's true. The, He's also the most athletic person in the history of the world. One, one thing, both teams, both uh, road teams won game seven on the road. And both home teams, I think we're 17% from three, which is nuts. Because you oh, always yeah. say. Boston shot horrible. You always say that. Terry Rozier had a. Oof. Yeah, Terry Rozier might have lost himself some money there. Yeah, he did. Because everybody was blowing him the whole postseason. That's and then crazy. that happens. One game could change everything. Everyone, yeah, dude, in a everyone, big spot. Everyone thought that two Celtics point guards were going to get some money in Isaiah Thomas and Terry Rozier this offseason. I don't think either of them were really getting paydays. You well, Isaiah, that. because of the injuries. Yeah. Rozier is. I'm sure the Knicks will give him 25 million. Just feels like a Knicks. I still move. think Rozier will get paid. <laughs> Calvert thinks paid. Boogie Cousins coming to the Knicks. I'm down. You're down? Yeah, I'm down. A almost 30 year old guy who's spending his rehab in Vegas, and is is already yeah, heavy set. We'll, we'll talk about this another time. I do not want. Well, that that's why the Knicks are always mediocre because there's legends like you that want Boogie Cousins. <laughs> well, what else are we gonna get? Don't get so because you can't get anything better. You have to settle on that. It's Amari Stoudemire 2.0, and that put us in a hole. That put us. That put us in the, the number two seed in fifty wins, though. One of the five seasons yeah, he was so there. I said that about the, Mello the only one that was, and Mello. also because Melo came through now, too. You don't I, Mello admit was, it. No, no, no. I I always admit that Melo was good that year. I always admit it. That's the only year it was good for us because he had Amari the whole time. We still got Chris Taps. That's what I'm saying. Taps, taps. Yo, okay, Chris Stapps and Michael Porter Jr. in the Knicks will be good. I've seen Michael Porter Jr. fall to eight in the latest mock draft. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Doncic fell to four, too, so I don't know. If he goes eight, that would be the story of the Knicks right there. To the Nets? The Nets have eight. No, Cleveland. No, Cleveland. Oh, from the Nets. Yeah, Bad time. yeah. Bad time. But, I mean, besides that, do you guys see any way the Cavs... I, I saw this funny thing on, on Reddit. It was like... Uh, you know, this year's different. LeBron James is on a mission, and the Cavs teammates are going to rally around him. And if they try really hard, they might, Golden State might win in five. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I mean, right now they're minus 1,100 in Vegas. Yeah. The Warriors. Yeah. This is the, um, in the last 30 years, this is the second biggest underdog in the finals. The AI Sixers were a biggest underdog, uh, the biggest underdog in the time being. Um, oh, LeBron James. LeBron James in nine finals, only twice he's been the favorite. Uh, LeBron James on the big billboard that ABC is posting. The picture features J.R. Smith. That's all you need to know about That's this That's all series. you need to know. And also, look, this is the same exact matchup as last year. And last year they had Kyrie Irving. And they should have got swept. Right? It was up 3-0. Golden State wanted to close it out in, in Golden State. That's what I think, at least. And that's what happened. And now they don't got Kyrie. Is the fact that Andre Iguodala is missing have anything? That that to me mattered last series, but not this one, because they they that's a mismatch. Sure, he's a LeBron Lebr stopper. LeBron could score a hundred points. You're still gonna lose. It's just gonna happen. I don't know if LeBron scores a hundred points. There's too many mismatches. I'm saying like there's too many mismatches on the court for that to matter as much as it did in the last series. Do you I, know how many wide open threes the Celtics were taking? Yeah, man. And that was Marcus Smart and Rozier. That's what I was thinking about when I was watching game seven. I'm like, yo, they're they're screwed. Because you know yeah. who's going to be taking those now? Curry Clay and Clay. And Dude. fucking KD and shit. Game six, game six, they didn't shoot well either. Game two, they didn't shoot well. The, Cavs, even, the yo, Celtics the, didn't shoot well at all. The Warriors don't even have to shoot good. 
and they're going to win. Like, it's insane. Their off night is 40% from three. It's ridiculous. It's not fair. This is going to be a... This is I th- I think this is like an easy sweep. I'll be honest with you, I really do. I think it's four zero four one. RJ Bell tweeted that no no underdog that was more than plus seven hundred has ever they're zero twenty five in the finals. And no playoff series. A playoff series. Yeah. yeah. And the Cavs are plus eight fifty right now. Yo, I honestly think if LeBron James, if the Cavs by some miracle, I really hope win the do. finals this I, year. Yo, that would if be the that's greatest the thing. Ca- if he does that. He should walk directly to Michael Jordan's house and pee on the side of it and just be like, yo, no way. <laughs> no one can tell me I'm not the greatest. I agree. There's no way. First, I already feel that way. But after that, he should tell Cameron, yo, I'm going to give you $1,000. Just follow me and just drive there and pee on the side of his house. I swear to God. And I love MJ. It's, got, you know, it's nothing to do with him. I'm just saying, he should piss on the side of his house. He's it's it's undisputable if he takes this team and there's, beats the Golden there, State Warriors. First of all, he's the best. I think I think there's the, no way, and and you can't. And if he wins the finals, you cannot convince me that I can't win a championship. Then I can win an NBA championship. Then <laughs> if you put me on that team, I will get a ring. One hundred percent, I could be a champion. You're basically Matthew Delvadova anyway. Way less motor, but like a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> He's Yo, like he's a, wearing suit shorts. Yeah, that's terrible. Warriors by 40. <laughs> We're going to move on, all right? That's, that's a terrible we need. We got three other games to worry about. <laughs> he's wearing suit shorts to the game tonight. They're losing by 30. Let's move on to the other games. Yeah, I must know nothing about fashion because that's a terrible look. No, that's bad. You look like Madeline. Yo, you know I had Madeline? A, I had an argument with a, f- a friend of mine in, like, in a group chat. Well, not a group chat, like a fantasy chat. And I said, if LeBron James wins this, he's the greatest of all time. And this kid likes to push my buttons. So, of course, everything I say, he has six paragraphs ready for me. And he was like, nah, Steph Curry is going to be the greatest of all time if he wins. Was that not Johnny? Wait, nah, what? That was, oh, okay. I don't want to name drop because... Yeah. Don't give him attention. Yeah, exactly. He trolls me wait, all the time. He said that Steph would be the greatest of all time, all yeah. time if the Cavs win? It, no, if, no, if, if Golden State again. wins. That well, Steph Curry needs, needs to be in the conversation for greatest of all time. I'm, I'm done with this Bullshit. shit. It's, it, but, there's, but you can't talk to people like that. That's that's that's. Insane. What do you guys? I was gonna ask you guys what you think, but no, right? No. Dude, what? Steph Curry probably will finish as one of the greatest of all time. Of not course, one of the greatest yeah. shooter, maybe the greatest shooter. Who he, he, like he's, he's already the, the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah, I think I think without a doubt. But yeah, greatest player of all time. No. He, also, he changed the game though, like the three top ten maybe. But greatest, he, you know what? The three you, point. You bring up a good point. He shoots from ten feet behind the three point line. I might. This might be a hot take. I don't know, but he might be the biggest game changer. In the NBA ever going forward. It's because of him that now we have this three ball era. Yeah. It's because of him, a kid that's five foot ten has a chance at one hundred and fifty pounds. Looks but up to him. Let's not forget that Michael Jordan basically well, he popularized ISO ball as well. Like he popularized a a point guard not taking it up the floor. And not controlling the offense necessarily. Shaq's one of those guys too, though. Shaq as well. LeBron, you could even say. She's like, yo, I'm not even good at basketball. Now, look, I'm just gonna fucking slam this shit. Let's not pay attention to the to the three point shots, right? Let's also pay attention to now. <laughs> now, seven footers are not what you're looking for. You're looking for a six nine athletic dudes because of the LeBron. So you can say that about a lot of people. But and you could say and you could say, but you could also say you that say Steve Kerr. Like maybe a handful of people. You could, yeah. I mean, I mean, more than one. And you could also say Steve Kerr was the one that really. Change the game because look, 
Steph Curry was just as good as a shooter when Mark Jackson was his coach. Steve Kerr was the one who allowed him to to take his three-point game to the next level. So, yeah, Steph Curry changed it, but did he do it on his own? That's another story. Does anyone do it on their own? LeBron coaches himself. <laughs> well, that's why he's the GOAT. <laughs> exactly. Easily, though. I could, win a, I could win an NBA championship. I, I go could. ahead. Go pass the I can imagine Joe saying. just sleeping, like sitting in his bed, looking at the ceiling like, I could do it. I could have done it. I <laughs> I I, all you have to do is, No, seriously. Seriously. If LeBron wins this championship, any player who's in college is like, dude, all I have to do is get into the league. I really could win. Nah. If I just happen to be on that team. Yeah. It oh, doesn't even yeah. matter what team it is. We could be the worst team in the league. And still win. If you have zero wins, if LeBron comes to your team, you're like, we probably could win the finals. Dude, I'll tell you what. It's insane. I, I was we, the Cavs many, a couple years ago. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's crazy, you know, dude. It's a different Cavs Do people not realize that, like, if you, like, obviously they realize, if you take LeBron off this team, how many games are they winning? Lottery team, without a doubt. Well, I'm, right. So, like, does, isn't that insane to think that, like, even if your team is really bad, in the back of your mind, you're like, dude, all we need is LeBron to come here and we could fucking win a championship. Like, that's insane. Dude, if the Cavs win this championship. Oh, God. I can't. We've seen a lot of good championships in our lifetime. The Super Bowls have been great. Those Cavs, those Cavs, that's Cavs Spurs championship. Remember with Miami was fantastic. There was a, there was a lot of one. There was a lot of really good ones. Yeah. <laughs> that Cavs Spurs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Championship with Miami. Heat, <laughs> Heat Spurs, right? This would be the best thing I've ever seen. Oh my god! Nah, the three one. I think the three one was. The three one was great. This will be better than that though. That this will be better than that. The three one. The three one was great. Is what's gonna hold a lot of weight in the argument for him as as the goat. That's the greatest team of all time, and he stopped them. Dude, I just like after being down three one. This is on the road. This would be the most unbelievable thing in the entire world. Yeah. Like if he wins this finals. He should be able to make like three like major decisions. Like, yo, just appoint a president. <laughs> tell us who won Drake or Pusha T and then whatever else. <laughs> just pick anything else and like we'll just have to deal with that now. That's it. And you, he shouldn't have to pay taxes. Like just, <laughs> just, it's just anything. Like Armageddon style. Like just make it. Just fit, whatever you can fit on a loose leaf paper on the front, not the back. We'll do that. Yo, Armageddon. Good movie. I haven't seen that Bruce movie Willis. Kind of smoky old guy. Kind of smoky. I can lay awake. It's a great song. It's a great song. Prediction? I got, I got Warriors in four. Oh, Warriors in After five. I saw those shorts, I was going to give them five. But after I saw those shorts, I'm like, I know they're dropping one tonight. Yeah, listen, I think the Warriors are going to win. But fucking Cavs in seven. Cavs in seven. Okay. Yo, I honestly. I mean, I, I don't actually think that, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Man, I want to like. I'm uh, just saying it so that I could, I could have a clip of me saying Cavs in seven in like two weeks if it actually happens. I think last year I put. <laughs> $200 against Josh on this series. But that Kyrie was a different team. I had, oh. I had last year at the Cavs being the Warriors. Not this year. You mean George Hill isn't, doesn't push your buttons? 5-0. Nah. I'm 5-0. <laughs> Did you see what Isaiah Thomas posted uh, on Instagram today? Huh? Did you see what Isaiah Thomas posted on Instagram today? It was yeah. a picture of him, LeBron, and J.R. Smith. And he said, uh, throwback Thursday, let's get it, LOL. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's funny. I'm going. I'm going Warriors in four. Same. Yeah, yeah, I think. I think Warriors in four or five. I I will even go as far to say that they won't lose by less than ten. I mean, they won't win by less than ten. I think LeBron got one win in them. I'm gonna say five. I think they win every at game home. By game three. Five. Game three at home. Nick, that's your favorite play. Yeah. Yeah. Probably gonna be an underdog there. And they're gonna win by seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see. What's the, the line tonight? 
like twelve and a half. Oh, it's, uh, I thought it was gonna be like fourteen and a half, fifteen and a half. I'm really happy that we got to see some good games at the end of both series because the playoffs were kind of shitty up until then, and then I mean everything points to a pretty shitty finals. This is unfortunate, uh, but like the the futures because the, the thing that someone posted on, on our Instagram today. Uh, it was mad funny where it's like oh, in okay. 2032 it was going to yeah. be the Cavs and Warriors again. Uh, who's to say that it wouldn't be Rocket Celtics here? Like the Celtics were hot as fuck and you add Kyrie and Gordon to the, that. LeBron's going to have to make a move. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you, the future's bright for the NBA is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like don't feel like y'all next year we're going to get Warriors and Cavs again. It's like yo, a lot of things happen for these teams to be here. LeBron just went fucking insane and Boston kind of Whatever, and the Golden, the Golden State got lucky with the Chris Chris Paul thing. So it's like things happened. Like this could have been. No one would be saying this if it was Rockets Celtics, which we could get next year. Look, I know that Nick would have been rubbing the Rockets in my face if they would have made the finals. I I know that already. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I would have been so willing to take it though. Yeah. Because I I I wanted them to win, and I, I don't want to see Golden State. But you know, it is what it is. Crazy. I still Both I still feel three two too. I feel validated for the last two years. I was right. I was right on the Rockets. Every, yeah. Everything I said about him. The future's bright for the NBA. Don't feel like we're getting this next year. That could year. be LeBron's team next year, too. Who? Rockets. Ooh. They're in the discussion. I would Ooh. do that if I was him. Yo, you know what I was telling His you? His wine gonna, bro's there. You're going to hate this. You're going to really hate this. But I told him, I was like, a part of me, like 10% of me, wishes he just goes, F it. I'm going to Golden State. <laughs> I'm going to win three more rings. I'm going to have six. And then what are you going to tell me? This shit will be tarnished forever if he does that. In, in in an eighteen year career, I went to the finals twelve times. I won six. That's insane. But no one will look at that back end career as LeBron. I'm not. I don't even want to entertain that thought. His shit would be tarnished. Because I, I remember eyes. sitting here with you guys two years ago talking about imagine if KD just like fucking I'll go to the Warriors. That'll never happen. Nah. And here we are. I don't even want that to be in the universe. Nah, he would never. He would never do that. Yo, what if he goes to Houston though? And he always talked about teaming up with Melo, CP3, and D Wade. Could be a possibility. A lot of wine. A lot of wine. I'm telling you right now, though. He's he's always... Sixers. He's always entertained. I mean, they're the favorite now, too. But that that dynamic doesn't work. I don't think that works with, with him and Simmons. And then Embiid wants to be the star, and you're just going to defer your team to a guy who's going into his 16th year in the I league. I think you just make it work with LeBron if you want to win. True. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You have no say. Get the fuck out of the way. But there's there's always so, been so talks about KD how, going like Golden State. <clears throat> The long-term goals for the Banana Boat crew was yeah. that they one day play together. Even if when they're 38, 39. Yeah, one year. He's like, just one year, just play it. And that's Chris Paul, D-Wade. Melo uh, and uh, LeBron, yeah. That's the crew. That's like their core. It's it, crazy because I really think that if LeBron, I mean, if Melo was on the Cavs right now, I would give them at least another shot to win another game. <laughs> they just need... So 4-1. They, they I mean, they need one... Person on that team that could create a shot besides LeBron, they don't have any. Like J.R. Smith could eight years ago. Oh, they had Kyrie last year. It was 4-1. exactly. It was four one though. That's true. But the year before it wasn't. The year before they won. They, so. didn't, have, they didn't have KD. They didn't have KD. It was a different yeah. team. I mean, Le- LeBron said it on the presser today. He's like, "Yo, look, what can you do?" When they asked him, uh, "How should NBA fans feel, and how should the NBA feel about Warriors Cavs again in the finals four straight years?" And he said, yo, beat us. Someone beat us. Right? And then he mentioned how this is probably the greatest team of all time, the Warriors. 73 wins. Then they add an MVP, arguably the second best player in the league. Happens. They arguably have the second and third best player in the league. 
Yeah, you could you could say that for sure. It's fire. Yeah, it's not fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like for them, they're not for nothing though. They did put that team together through the draft, and they went out and got one piece. Big, I don't want to have this I'm conversation again. <laughs> big piece, big piece. but it is, but it, it's facts. It's facts. Yeah. It is facts. That team it's is a big is, piece. It, 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 it's some might anyway. say it's facts. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> That team is homegrown through and through. Yeah. Some might say it's facts, facts. <laughs> they went out and got Iguodala, veteran. And they went out and got someone else. JaVale. JaVale, Swaggy P. Swaggy P. Can't forget Swaggy P. <laughs> Impy's doing his best Swaggy P impression in the background. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, anyway, let's move on from this. Let's talk about uh, the Stanley Cup. Mm. Vegas Knights and Caps. 1-1. One, one. Tied up right now. Yo, Knights took the first game. Like, shout out to all the hockey fans on VM, loving it. Oh yeah, that feedback, horny. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, oh. Yeah, it's been a crazy series. I don't know. Usually, when you think of playoffs and the way the Knights have been playing, you think of tight checking, one zero, two one, you know, three two games, low scoring games. I mean, yes, game two was three two, but it just feels so wide open. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much ice, there's so many odd man rushes, and it's something like you don't see. And uh, in playoff hockey, let alone the Stanley Cup final. But hey, it's Vegas, and you know, nothing, the rules don't apply in Vegas to anything. So, God, if there was a, ever a time, I've been to Vegas four times. Two of them was during the Stanley Cup finals, and now this year we don't go. Idiots, yo! That atmosphere hey, looks look sick, me. man. They were doing they did they do this thing Nuts. called the Knights Parade, bro. I saw that. They go they Through start the, all the casinos. They start at the Mandalay Bay. Wait, they, wait, wait, what? They start at the Mandalay Bay, right? Where uh, daylight is, You're right? Great place, great place. And they meet up like the fan base, like just thousands of people, and they just parade through the, through the casinos. They go through the Luxor, Yo. they go through New York, New York. New York. That's, That's some so shit. And, they end up, and then you end up at the at the arena. I was following on a uh, Renee Young. Me too. Oh, Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yo, that's fire. fire. Yo, it's like all like it's Vegas, so people dress like Can you imagine us? Out of the ordinary. There's guys on stilts walking through. I was like, yeah. And I'm sure mad people go that aren't even going to the game just to be down. Because that's yeah. what I would do. No, yeah, I, yeah, I, good. I'd go to that game. I would you know what I would do? I'd be walking through. <laughs> we'd all be doing this. Like we're walking through like, yo, hold on, let's put this money on black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, it's a must. Hit and runs. All on black? In the last nah, ten red, years, red, red. in the last ten no, years, team. this is the highest rated Stanley Cup so far, and that's that's big. Hockey doesn't really do well outside of the 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 original six cities in right, Canada, right? But the the Nielsen rating doesn't apply for Canada. Right. It's always and a the state. narrative too is similar to how you said a couple years ago when football ratings were down with the Indians and Cubs. Yeah, it's like Vegas has their very nice story of expansion team could win in the first year. And then if you go on the other side, the Capitals haven't won a cup. And then Ovechkin is superstar since day one. Yeah. Can he get over the hump and get one himself? So it's like there's two Dude, huge monstrous storylines on. Personally, personally, I don't watch hockey on the regular. Like Anyone who listens to this probably knows that. But I've tuned in for both Stanley Cup Finals games. And it's fucking good hockey being played. This It's hard-nosed. It's fast. It's fucking highly skilled. Yeah. It's, a great, it's great to watch. Yo. Wait, wait till the game goes into overtime, man. Oh my You'll God. be on the edge of your seat and it's not even your team. It drives, I get palpitations. It's crazy. What? Too, uh, heart heart palpitations? palpitations? That's a bar, dude. <laughs> I like that one. 
Oh, That's man. commonly known, Nick. Yeah. Oh, no, not yeah. to me. <laughs> hey, it's, a, it's a bar. Bar's a bar. Yo, but not I had nothing. those when I was like 12. This series could be going either way, too, because Lars Eller missed the tap in in game one. Mm. Actually tweeted he's probably going on the strip, get his mind off things. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Crazy or somewhere. You know, you got to get... Gotta go somewhere to get your mind off that. And then uh, Tuck got robbed by uh, Tooch. Tooch. <laughs> Tooch. It's been a, there's been a lot of deflecting goals in, in this one. Tuck. A lot of a lot of goals on the power play. A lot of goals all turnover. Tuck got tucked in by Braden Hopi with that diving save. Yeah, I, save. I mentioned that on, on on Twitter. How if the Caps go on to win this series, that's gonna be a, a save that these they're are just all be last like constantly showing for years and years that kept the game, kept the team in the lead crazy dude it's so funny like i think it was like two or three years ago the rangers were playing the caps <laughs> and hopey like i just randomly like out of nowhere like i didn't even believe when i said it. i was like yo hopey fucking sucks and from that second on he just like destroyed us like it was bad it was just so like, weird too he's one of the weirdest goalies in hockey but goalies are all goalies are weird you ever you ever see hopey when he like squirts the water up he like watches it yeah 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 he's such a weirdo like what's his? Who's that weirdo pitcher on the Braves? I think. Oh uh, no, he's on the Indians. Trevor Bauer. Bauer, yeah. Yeah. That dude does weird. Stuff. He has he has a whole lot of yeah. His fucking shoulder movement. Good follow on Twitter. He's very. Uh, Who? I feel like Tim and him would be good friends. Who? Trevor Bauer. All right. I like that. He gets like you ever you ever see his tweets? Very like con- he likes like controversial stuff. Can, can I, I fuck I, with Trevor Bauer in general though? So I'm can I ask you a question? Outage? <laughs> Tim, since you, you said how you don't really tune into hockey much, but you watched the last two games, how yeah. do you feel about the guy that's calling it Doc Emmerich? Not, I, well, he's famous. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I, for for me, I you know he usually calls the NBC game of the week, the Wednesday night rivalry. Yeah, he's yeah. usually on on call NBC, there for NBC. He calls NBC games. Yeah, and he's he's awesome. I think he's my favorite guy to listen to call a game. I, I think he's, he's a a, he could. I would listen to him Scott. announce anything. Like I, was I, I wanted to announce him. the birth of my baby. He also <laughs> <laughs> he's crowded. Oh off the sidewall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he says Kareemed instead of Karim. That's great. Love Kareemed. He's he's really seamless too. He could just talk for dude. I don't know uh, how he does it without breathing. Especially, Same energy, all especially the time. in the NHL. Like that is easily the hardest names to pronounce. Yeah. Like. Across all sports, and you're just like on the fly. You know everyone like, and you can't catch your breath. No, not for a second. In baseball, they're sitting over there like, yeah, you know, my wife said about, and they're just like, hey, 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 enough. I was a, I was an, I don't know if the people know this. I was the announcer for the Mets Triple A Single A affiliate Brooklyn Cyclones for a year. That shit's hard. Yeah, but it's also because you get a lot more space. Because there's a lot more time to kill than there is to call a game. Like, yo, nah, I listen just, to the Yankees, and I, I love guess. the Yankees booth when it's Paul O'Neill, David Cohn, and Michael Kay, because A, he just sits on Michael Kay most of the time, Paul O'Neill, and B, <laughs> O'Neill and Cohn just talk about boozing and going to bars the whole time. Like, one time he ordered a beer up, he's like, yo, already? He's <laughs> like, yo, it's 7 o'clock, what do you want? Like, yo, it's great. They put, that's just like side conversation. This is totally yeah. different. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Especially this is like live the, action. In the playoffs, like, at, at, in the third period. I'm like, yo, give it a second, Doc. Let's get a breath in here. Let's what? get a commercial break. When the goals guy. happen. The air in here. Yeah, the, the commercial break is not for money. It's so Doc Emmerich <laughs> can fucking like, just relax for a second. <laughs> I think, I think he, he adds a lot to the game, especially because like, sometimes when you're a less skilled hockey fan, you don't have the eye for hockey. It's hard to tell when there's a goal scored. 
So like when when you see the players put their sticks up and Doc going fucking nuts, you're like, ah! Yeah. Like you just saw it. He makes it, it that much better. I said him and Joe Rogan, I think, are like so crucial to their sports. Dude, Joe I, Rogan. Joe Rogan is like I think like a, a way way bigger than people realize. Part of the UFC. Yeah, he was a bigger star than the UFC when he started with the Yo, UFC. Yo, he's if amazing. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, dude, he's so good. Yeah, he's so like he's very. He has my reaction. He's like repeats like wow. Yeah. Wow. You ever listen to his podcast? Oh, I love it. I love it. The video <laughs> game is up. fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His podcast is great. His podcast is fire. Yeah, it's one of the best podcasts in the world. Yeah, number dude, that one. That's fucking right awesome. I fucking number two love right Joe. behind us, but yeah, yeah. I mean, For yeah. me, it's Doc Emmerich and then Joe, Joe Rogan. I love those. What guys. about Gary Keith and Ron? You guys aren't familiar with Gary Yo, Keith nah, and Ron. No, they're great. They're probably the best. Gary Keith and Ron. I don't even know who that is. That's not, wow. I guess the Mets baseball announcers. Gary Heath and Ron? I Keith. Thought you, Keith, Keith Hernandez. Keith Dog. I thought you said Heath. Ron Darling, Keith Hernandez, Gary Keith. Cohen. I thought you were like naming a bank. It sounded like a bank. Like this is one, like a law the, firm. one of the rare times where Tim mentions his team as being good at something and like you have to. They are one of the best. <laughs> they are. And baseball, anyway. I'm sure. still taking, uh, I take Doc Emmerich. I'm with you on Joe Rogan, but I'm putting Jim Ross right under him. Jim right Ross. under Jim Ross is Doc a classic. Emmerich. What about Michael Cole? Well, no, 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 no. You Michael don't like Cole. <laughs> no, no, he's awful. What about Look. the dude from WCW? The Jim Tony Schiavone? Yeah. The good. team machines are rolling. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Howard Finkel, not for nothing, is iconic. Oh, and no. He's not play- What? <laughs> Yo, Howard Finkel is the goat of like, yo, he's better than he. Uh, all right, that yeah. might be a stretch, but he's up there with Bruce Buffer. The Fink, the Fink is, yo, Fink bro, is the dope. Fink has an iconic voice yeah. that is so distinct yeah. that you know it's Howard Fink. Yo, in, your, in like, football, who's your guy in football? Who's the guy that you love listening to? I, I, I like, I like I listening know. to Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth on Sunday night. I hate them. Really? Any, yeah. anyone I love Joe listening to Tony Romo. I'd rather listen to Romo my family. Is. I like Tariko. Tariko's my guy. He's also into my. You really don't stuff. like Michaels and and Yo, Collinsworth? So boring to me. Really? Yeah, they're so. You gotta catch the, the shady do. the shady betting bars. I do, I do, but they don't. Bring, like, well, now this game is over, huh, Chris? <laughs> 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 they just don't bring enough energy for me. Collinsworth is all right. I Michael would rather great. listen to my family being slaughtered than listen to Joe Buck. I uh, Joe Buck. Re- Yo, Joe Yo, what's Buck? with the Joe Buck hate? Yo, a lot of people hate Joe Buck. Why? I hate Joe Buck. He does hate New York. He shits on New York a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's know. so he's so biased. It's like obvious. I don't know. He, he I like, Joe like with every game. He's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't really know about that. It's like, just call the game. Shut the fuck up. It's annoying. Yo, I hate worst, it. worst play-by-play caller, and he's on the radio oh. for the Yankees is John Sterling, and it's not even close. Him Who's, and Susan Waldman are so the worst you know, tandem. I'm not in just. Sports. I'm not just talk. saying this because she's a girl. Because I like the I like the girl in the booth for baseball. Uh, oh, with the ESPN uh, games. I forget her name though. I don't know. Jenny, her. Jenny something, something, right? Yeah, I like her. Yo, she is the fucking worst. Dude, cool. Listening to her talk is like listening to a grandma, but not one that has knowledge. <laughs> like just a grandma that's kind of like talking out Susan of her ass. Susan Waldman or the chick on ESPN? Susan Waldman. I, I like the chick on ESPN. Yo, Susan. Well, Waldman. girl, I don't want to be uh, chick. Susan Waldman one time said. She, uh, Tanaka threw a pass ball, and she said, "Oh, he's being very deliberate tonight. Like he's taking his time, and you know that matches up, messes up a catcher's reflexes." I'm driving my car. I was about to crash my car. Like, Yo, you stupid idiot! <laughs> <laughs> has nothing to do Yo. with why he threw it. Like why Gary Sanchez couldn't get in front of that. Like no, D- Doris uh, Doris Burke is dope too. She's on the commentary. Goal. She's oh, the yeah. Doris Burke is good. She she did college for a long time. So I- and and Mike Breen. 
Mike Breen. Mike Breen is another Bang! one. That's iconic. Yo, I feel like if, if, if you have to be an announcer, like a legendary, you need to have signature. a signal. Yeah, Yo, signature. Mike, Mike Breen and Walt Clyde Frazier, if you're not in the New York area getting Knicks games, when they're together, it's absolute gold. But he's good with Van Gundy and Mark Jackson, too. I really like that tandem. Yeah, Van Gundy's so ruthless. I yeah. love Van Gundy. Van Straight Gundy's the, the truth, man. I don't want him to be a coach because I like listening to him. Yeah, that's straight edge. Yeah. How about Gruden? Did you use like Gruden on Monday night? I did. <laughs> he went like a little Gruden. too far sometimes. Like he was like, "This is why he's the best running back in the league." He's talking like I know he loves it. he loves it. <laughs> he's so extreme. <laughs> I, I love this guy, man. Gruden's grinders. My brother does such a good John Gruden. I love this guy. I love man. this guy, man. He's a good guy, man. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's move uh, forward to spitball here. <laughs> Starting with field is set. Uh, May 30th at midnight was the deadline. I'm sorry, May 31st. At midnight was the deadline for underclassmen to withdraw or stay in the draft. And a lot of notable names pulled out. Uh, Ty's battle the Martin brothers from Nevada Nevada's gonna be a top 10 team uh, so yeah the field is set you can go check out NBA mock drafts and they're all official now mm. Dante DiVincenzo declared DiVincenzo for the stayed in Amari Spellman stayed in Interesting. Um, Jante Porter brother of Michael Porter Jr. pulled out so uh, yeah a lot of a lot of big names uh, too easy Jose Altuve got 10 hits and 10 at bats straight shit is nuts fuck him that's crazy. That is insane. That's a 10-point <laughs> average swing right That there. is a week's worth of hits on a good week. For real. Intensity bats. Fucking knock fair. That's not, all I have to say about that. Knock fair. <laughs> knock fair. Knock fair. Knock affair. He had knock a lot of base hits. <laughs> Do you know what he's batting? I like that, boss. Boss is all about his headline game these days. I Do love it. Do you know what he's batting? 330 something. Nice. 340. I don't know. He's, he's always a batting champ. 330, 340s. Uh, free merch. Uh, stay tuned. I'm going to do a giveaway on my Twitch stream for all you VM fans. Ooh, I'm trying up. to figure out how I'm going to go about it. VM trivia, I'd need your help to put something together. But yeah, I want to show some love. I, I wear the hat. I wear the hoodie sometimes and people people want it. So why not do a little giveaway? Get the views up. Get some follows too while we're at it. You know, <laughs> build the brand. You know. So yeah, just stay tuned. Pay me. And your Twitch is? The Lamp Show. Ooh. Everything is The Lamp Show. Twitch.tv slash live show. Um, bracelet season. Yo, I'm not going to lie. I'm mad hype. It's bracelet season. Oh, what me is too. That? What are you talking about? World Series of Poker is officially... Oh, my Doors God. are open, baby. Doors I didn't know. what. You, I was like, what are you talking about? Like Bro, Coachella bracelets? Nah, me, me and my son <laughs> Lamb are hype. Yo, yo listen. R- perfect, because I got a text today from my pops when he got home. He said the Borgata sent me something. I got mad comps, dog. We can't let him go to waste. Bro, I'm ready to go. People pay a lot of money for these rooms, and I'm getting Wait, you're going to go play? No, no, nah, no. But we oh, you like just, watch it? It's in Vegas. Yo, yeah. can I be well, down? The main event is not TV. Can I be down? Dude, let's go. We have a VM weekend. Go to AC. Yo, I'm so with it. That's not where the bracelets are at. They're in Vegas. But they do have a tournament in in the Borgata. Oh, they do. The World Poker Yeah, WPT. Yeah. Yo guys, please let me know. I'd, I'd love to be down with that. For I, what? I'm trying to. I'm trying to win more money at blackjack. Like, like, like a Saturday, just go off for the night. I don't think we should. Okay. So those tournaments are. <laughs> 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 that didn't take That's much time. That was too easy, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> now, but the thing about those tournaments, Nick, is tough because you got to stay there for like a few days. You and do. It's like a yeah. Tuesday, or Wednesday night. Yeah, you do. It sucks. But oh, uh, well. yeah, bracelet season. I'm hyped. I, we were. In oh the- damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's cool when it comes to taking off work and stuff, but. Uh, we were in Vegas during the main event last year. Yeah. I wanted to go to the Rio so bad just to see it. 
That's so that bad poker room is probably amazing. I always think about when you're watching the final table. I'm like, do you think this guy who like has a low chip counts? Like, dude, I'm cashing the fuck out anyway. Yeah, <laughs> nah. for sure. well, the, the final table at the main event, it, they're known as the November Nine. So those guys, they they do the the main event in July, and then the last table, last nine players, they come back in November. And that's when you finish it. So November. Who's the 9th. guy that won last year? Wasn't he like no one? Yeah, yeah, big heavy set guy. It, it's it's he was a uh, he's. I think he's from New York. When's the last and, time a pro won? And his boy, he told, he's like, yo, and he had his boys bet on him. His boys bet on him, yes. And then they right. won. Yeah, which would 100% be something I would do. Bet on yeah. him or took action from him? No, no, like, no. You, no. They, they, you like, can wager on who's going to win the main event. Oh, you can? So there's a big field prop. It's like 50 to 1. Yeah, yeah. It's mostly, like, if I go to play, yeah, I'm going to be on the field. Oh, wait, also, and, I think it might have been the other thing, too, where it's like, you pay a portion of the buy-in. Yeah, and you he, buy their and, action. And he didn't need it, but he let them buy in for a certain yeah, amount. Yeah, people do that all the time. Yo, yeah. and they it lowers yeah. their risk. Cashed out. Yeah, I'd be in the crowd, hammered, like, <laughs> yeah. Yo, a lot of people do that. So Sell say I action. wanted to, yeah, say I wanted to to play. It's a ten thousand dollar buy-in. That's one of the reasons why it's so hard for pros to win it. Yeah. Because I can go if I <clears> save for two years, I can realistically go and compete in this thing. Where some of the other events that are for bracelets, you're talking about six, seven figure. Buy it. Yeah, it's huge. So what a lot of people do is I'll be like, yo, Joe, I want to play in this thing. Joe will be like, all right, I know you're a good poker player. I'll buy you in. I'm taking 60% whatever you agree on yeah. on your winnings, no matter what it is. Well, he'd buy 60. So he'd pay 6,000 and get 60% pretty much. Yeah, or that way. Yeah, yeah but the thing was when, I, when I, I originally read it, I think if I remember correctly, he did it as a favor to his friends. He's like, yo, just give me like $100. And it turns into like whatever the fuck it is. And like they all cashed out and they went insane. It was, nice. That's so fucking cool. Scott Blumstein was the winner of yeah. 2017. Yo, what's good, Nick? Let's go. He's from yo, Morristown, New Jersey. What's up? Yeah. I'm trying Not to bad. put $100 in. He's definitely a Borgata regular. He's from He's Morristown. easily a Borgata regular. Morristown, Philly? Morristown, New Pennsylvania? Jersey. New oh. Jersey. Uh, is it Morristown in Pennsylvania as well? Yeah. Who, who are you laughing at? Yo, he said, he said New Jersey Philly. three times, yeah, and he kept saying Pennsylvania. Yo, are you okay? Yeah, right. I'm. I'm reading my next. Uh, All right, next one's coming spitball. to you. That's Doctor <laughs> Fat Boy to you. Uh, Chiefs lineman, get ready for this one. Laurent Duvernay Tardif. I think I got that one right. Nope. He just signed a five-year, forty-three million dollar extension with the Chiefs. He's been a starter for them for a few years now, but. That's not why I'm talking about him. He's been going to medical school, medical school while he's an NFL player, and he just graduated from McGill University in Canada, the medical school, and he's going to speak to the NFL for putting MD in the back of his jersey. Stop. Yeah, so That's good for sick. him. You're a doctor. Also, J.J. Watt is a doctor of humanities. What the fuck does that um, mean? That's, that's just bullshit. like he got a, he got a doctorate. That's definitely it, some honorary. No, no, no. It's not honorary. He, he earned it. But it, it, it's it's a it's like a a doctorate is just like after masters for anything you want. So yeah, you're a like, doctor of that of thing. Yeah, but get out of here. Technically, you. this is a doctor of medicine. Dude, you're a doctor. If I'm sick and you can help me, dog, I agree. That's it. If I'm choking on a plane, <laughs> don't be like, y'all. I got a doctorate in humanity, whatever the <laughs> fuck. Like JJ, sit down. You're blocking the actual doctor. I don't know if JJ if JJ gave you some fucking the Heimlich, Heimlich yeah. you yeah. probably fuck. You know what I mean? Though. Spit that out ninety seven miles an hour for sure. Yeah, but if I got pneumonia, he's not gonna like fucking whatever. What? I mean, he's a great guy. <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> but enough. You're not. You just stick with the wad on the back of your jersey. Uh, more burner accounts. 
Apparently, Brian Colangelo, the general manager for the 76ers, had a bunch of fake Twitter accounts where he would slander former players, players on his team, coaching staffs, and he would always defend his trades when people would bash him, like the Markel Fultz trade. You know, I even spotlighted a couple weeks ago when we were talking about how if you're a Sixers fan and you're watching Jason Tatum do this thing, you got to be sick to your stomach because you traded up to get him, gave up one of your assets, and then Boston ended up hustling you. And yeah, it's just crazy that you know this is the second time where a notable NBA name has a burner account. Just makes you wonder who who has the people highest up got the lowest self esteem. Why would you have burner accounts? Sounds like bars to me, Joe. It is. Like I'm controlling. Four, Kanye wrote it. <laughs> I'm controlling four Twitter accounts, and that's like I'm losing my mind having to juggle Dude. all that. Well, that's what they're controlling. Yeah, but that's course. like you creating a burner account because someone's like, "Yo, your take on VM was trash," and you're like, "No, it was actually good." <laughs> it's like, dude, just, uh, like enough. you can't tell yeah. though where it's it's the egg. You're yeah. an egg. He had, right? he had like yeah, a whole a picture. He a had picture. a whole situation. Like a, yeah, and it's the reporter who got it got it from a a random tip that he got online, and he emailed the Sixers about two of the burner accounts, not mentioning the other three or four, and just to see if there was any activity in the other ones. And they confirmed one of the burner accounts, and then the other burner accounts unfollowed everything that had to do with Jerry Colangelo. So, Brian Colangelo, excuse me. Jerry, was Jerry his dad? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Uh, Brian Colangelo. So, that's pretty damning. Shady. That's pretty damning evidence. Shady. And, of course, he had a screenshot already. And good reporting by the dude from The Ringer. I don't remember his name, but good reporting there. That's how you do it. As Damn. a former journalist, like, First of all, I appreciate that. The whole, like, it's just these two. Good idea. It's a good idea. Yeah, good idea. Debate. Good journalism. Dude, I don't get the burner account thing. It's so weird. Like, KD, like, dude, just like, you're an NBA player, probably got a huge dick, you're mad rich, like, you're chilling. Like, who cares? Go, <laughs> go fuck something. You'll forget all about that tweet. <laughs> Yo, out of, out of all of us here, you'd you. probably be most likely to have a burner account. You. So. You, 100%. <laughs> me? Yeah. Why me? For like the Matt Ryan takes. But I, I takes. gladly put my name next to that stuff. As I'm as saying, far as we know. Joe, I'm saying Joe would be most likely for a burner account because he has the most activity on his shit. Okay. Would you ever even consider that? A burner account? Yeah. To what? Defend to defend him? yourself? Like, dude. Like, see, that's why I don't get it because, like, I com- I, I, like I'm thinking of it like, yo, if you're an athlete, like, you've been dealing with, like, criticism your whole Not, life. But you're a human, too, though. Yeah, but, like, it's di- It's like, it's Twitter. Just look away. Still, You're still human. That's like saying someone says something to you in their courtside, just walk away. Like sometimes some shit but that's gets, different. Gets to you. That's different though. It's like it's not different. Yeah, you're no. It's your like personal space. Like you kind of feel threatened when someone Twitter's says it to you in person. Space. No, it's not. That you put out there yet yeah, is. No, it's like it's literally private, the antithesis of personal space. Bars. Yeah, yeah. You're I on mean, fire today. That's you're putting out there what you want to put out there, and people. No, I know. But what I'm saying is like, yo, like, come on, like, it's it's a little. People can much. invade your personal space. Of course. And there have been times where people like numer- like a lot of people at once have said a ton of shit and I just didn't say anything. Yeah. Right. You, but I'm saying it happens where others Of course. And I and, and I'm you know, I'm all for the players I'm all for Ron Artest running up in there and punching someone in the fucking Yo, me face. Too. I think me it's too. great. I think I think it should be allowed. Me too. Honestly. I think it should be like a misdemeanor. Maybe. You think that Ron Artest used to be able to go in the stands and punch someone in the face? Yes. If you if you have the nerve, I, I've always said the, you know, the palace malice at the palace is one of my favorite events 
That's, that's just, what you should get. Yes. If you have the nerve to throw batteries at Justin Tuck and the Giants as they come out their locker room at, in Philly, which they've said many times, I should be able to spotlight you throwing the battery, yank you down, and then all hell breaks loose. You know what should happen? With no repercussions. The security should escort the fan, not outside, but right onto the field and go, throw your battery. And then just watch Justin Tuck just eat his ass. Because, yo, when Ron Artest is running up up the stands, right? There's yeah. the one, oh, the, oh, one oh, dude, oh, oh, oh. the one dude is mad hyped, and then he's getting close. He's like, oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, bedtime yeah, after that. Yeah, exactly. Eat this fist. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm all about that. Yo, if you're that close and you're, like, screaming at someone, they should turn around and be able to, like, just beat the shit out of you. It'd be, it'd be great. Misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. <laughs> um, <laughs> no assaults. Uh, let's talk about the MLB. We're going to do a pretender or contender uh, segment. A pretender is someone who's in a playoff spot or like in the hunt that will not be there by season's end. And a contender is the opposite. Anyone you think is a legit contender for the World Series. Uh, we'll start with boss, I guess. Let me get your... When you say boss, you got to be excited. So we're fucking boss. Uh, Hell yeah. Woo! Do not tell me how to host this show, okay? <laughs> nah, I'm still in the boss, I guess. What do you guys want to start with? Do you want to start with contender or pretender? We'll let's, start with contender. Let's start okay. contender, yeah. Okay. Um, I got two phones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, I got the, the St. Louis Cardinals uh, in the central. They're getting healthy right now. Well, they're, they're actually a little banged up right now, but they got guys performing like Tommy Pham. After his career year last year, he's having a good year. He's hitting in the middle of that lineup or leading off wherever they need him. He's in like 270. Yo, that's my guy, son. Tommy Pham? Yo, he was like... Late bloomer. 2,500 all year last year on FanDuel. Just take him. Just win mad qualifier tickets for... Yeah, he does it all. He, he swipes bases. He's and, dope. And he hits dingers. Drives guys in. But yeah, they're good. They're extremely young. Uh, Harrison Bader's come up this year, and he's been hitting really well for them, hitting 290. Jose Martinez is having, following up his good year. But I'm most excited about their pitching staff. Hmm. They have some real good young pitchers coming up. Uh, Jake Flaherty's been here this year. He's holding it down with like a 2-1 ERA. Alex Reyes, who Tim cursed after I made a trade for him. He's on the DL after he made his uh, start yesterday. Pitch well. Yeah, but he has a dead arm, and now it's supposedly a severely Significant strained lat. How did I curse him when I said he pitched good after he was already on the DL? An hour later. No, nah, no. Nah, he was on the DL after <laughs> he said. He did pitch well, that was well, a good though. trade. It's a dynasty league, all right? It's a keeper league, yeah. So this is a long ball, all right? Yeah. Uh, but Carlos Martinez, too, if he once he gets back, he's off to like a Cy Young caliber type start. Mm. And um, yeah, they're they're kind of rolling. They got to get Yadier healthy. And then if they get everyone healthy, I think they can really make a push. I know they play in maybe the toughest division this year in the NL Central, where Pittsburgh is off to a good start this year. The Cubs are obviously there all year long. And um, the Brew Crew are on top of the division where I kind of thought they wouldn't be at the start of the year. I actually had them falling off because I said due to their lack of pitching, but they've pretty much shut me down. Um, but, yeah, I think the, the St. Louis Cardinals, who are sitting five games over 500 right now, 29-24, I think they could sneak into a wild card spot. I don't think they, could, they have enough firepower to win the division, but they'll hang around all year. I don't think Atlanta's going to hang around all year. Um, they're young. They might be this year's Yankees, people are saying, because they got all the young players like Acuna, Albies. And uh, all that going for them, but I think they'll fade. Um, yeah, I, I just think they're in a good spot to take a possible playoff berth. I'll 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 piggyback off that. Uh, I got I got the Braves as a contender. First of all, their GM, a dirty lamb, Alex 
Antopoulos. He also fucked over the Blue Jays. He's doing it right. Uh, like you said, way ahead of schedule. According to Vegas, they had the third lowest uh, win total at 74 and a half wins. They're on pace for 94. I know you, you can't really predict that, but at, at this point, that's very impressive. Uh, plus 56 run differential. As of Thursday, it ranks fifth in uh, Major League Baseball, which is huge. Uh, second only to the, the Chicago Cubs, plus 78 run differential uh, in the National League. And run differential is what uh, Vegas likes to indicate how good a team really is. Um, and that's one thing that I've always liked, when it, especially when it comes to baseball. And look, Freddie Freeman, Dansby Swanson, Ender. And Ciarte. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Tehran. All between 24 and 28. So this team isn't really going anywhere anytime soon. And that's not including the guys that you mentioned. Um, Acuna Jr., who is Major League Baseball's top prospect. Yeah. So and, and look, they're in a division where two teams are, well, one team's in the dumps. The other one is heading there. And the Marlins being in the dumps. And then the Mets heading there. So this is a team that's going to stick around. And, you know, Washington, the losing culture, Tim always likes to chime in on. You, you always got to factor that in. So I, I like what the Braves are doing and them going forward. Shout out to the Dirty Lamb running the show. <laughs> Yo, he fucked over Toronto so bad. Got like that David Price trade. And he like also all their prospects. Let's not forget he also traded Noah Syndergaard for R.A. Dickey. Yeah. And then he bounced Dickey. on him. Yeah. But hey, if he could keep it together and not trade his prospects in Atlanta, they'll be good for a long time. Fuck. <laughs> I know fuck is right. Yeah. And they're Phillies in the Mets division, good. so it's all going to be. Look good. I was going to. I was going to challenge you no on prospects on the NL Central being the best division in, in the National League. I think the NL East is the best division in the National League this year. But going back to the NL Central, I got the Brew Crew as contenders. Uh, we were in the group chat. All three of us wanted the Brewers, but I snapped first. Yeah, nah, I was uh, fucking around because we made a big <laughs> deal about it. Yeah, yeah. we uh, sent me a screenshot too. I was like, dude, <laughs> yo, I wanted That's the Brewers. I, I just did my research. I wanted them. <laughs> uh, the reason why is because of my research. Got this. Travis Shaw, top 10 RBIs. Christian Yellis, top 10 in average. Both are in the top 20 in OPS in the league. Lorenzo Cain, top 5 in stolen bases. They're 6 in the NL in OPS. Their lineup is ridiculously deep to the point where their best players last year are now on the bench coming coming in spot start duty. Um, their starting pitching is weak, but there's going to be guys available. And their, their, uh, their farm system, Bleacher Report ranks them as the 7th best farm system in the league with, with a 7 tier one prospects which is pretty impressive there's going to be guys like chris archer cole hamels michael fulmer and matt harvey uh all available at the trade deadline as of right now so they can get a guy cole hamels actually having a, a really good year uh out in texas the best part of this team though is their bullpen their bullpen is absolutely loaded they, their top six Bullpen arms all have ERAs under three. Their seventh, eighth, and ninth inning guys, the trio of Albers, Jeffries, and Haters. Hater all have ERAs under 1.227 or under. Jeffries and Hater have ERAs of 0.40 and 0.90 respectively. Yo. Hater has 60 Ks in 30 innings. Yeah, Hater might be the best reliever in baseball. And their bullpen was supposed to be good before the year because Corey Knabel was supposed to be the lights-out closer. And he's coming back from the DL. So he's not even in the rotation. Now you have you're gonna have guys. You got six guys with ERAs under three, and you got four guys with ERAs of, of under one point two seven. You don't even need your stars to go over five, especially when you're getting later in the year. So when you have you saw what the Yankees did last year with this, the Yankees stacked the bullpen, had mediocre starting pitching, and it ended up working for them. And I think the Brewers are kind of following that same that same mantra of 
mash the ball and have a good bullpen, and that's what's been going on. So I, I really like what the Brewers are doing. I picked them to win the Central in the in the beginning, and I think they're gonna. Yeah, Jesus Aguilar too has come on big time. Yeah, for the for the Brew Crew too. He's your team. Brew Crew. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, it's a great team name. It's the Brewers, like the beer makers. You love that shit, don't <laughs> you? Yo, they also have a fire logo too with the MB, the glove. True. I think I told you about this like a couple Yo, of while back. And I was like, oh, I never knew that. Mad weird, but for some reason, they have a blue and yellow like. Yeah, it's their hat, old school right? shit. Yeah. So I used to think that was like Bryant's logo. Bryant is the high school that Nick went to, and like I don't know why, but I used to think like, Yo, that's Bryant's logo. So it was just mad weird to see mad people wearing. It. I'm like, Yo, let's do go to Bryant. <laughs> just mad random. I used to have a jacket. It. I still do have that jacket. Brewers? Yeah, the blue nice. and yellow. By the way, I'm just going to go on record. That logo, kind of trash. That logo's <laughs> fire. Nah. Yeah, the glove? The Gar- MB? Garbage. Garbage. You're, you're hating. Yeah, I am. In what way is that a bad logo? I just, yeah, you just want to be opposite. Nah, don't do it for you. Don't do it for me. Yeah, so. Don't make my dick hard. You know who don't do it for me? The Mariners. Ooh. Yeah, you like segue. that shit? Ooh. Yeah, you like that We're shit. getting good at this. Uh, <laughs> I think they finally found a number two guy that they could trust. To pair with King Felix, Paxson, but I think it's I think it's too late now. I think there's a lot of miles on King Felix right now. He's I, number one now, Paxson. I think yeah. um I think that the Cano suspension is gonna hurt him. Big though time. they're ten and four since he got suspended. He, he you're paying him like he's your best player, and he's still one of their best players. And losing him for the duration of that suspension is huge. Um, that's a division that's pretty tough too. The Angels and the Astros are in that one. And I just think that this King Felix way too many miles on on him, and I think that the absence of Cano in that lineup is huge. So I got them as a pretender. It's definitely going to be huge. Uh, my pretender as, as well has to do with a lot of key injuries, and that's the Dodgers. Uh, when I went on DB earlier, I think the Dodgers over under win total was like ninety six. Yeah, and I was talking about how I didn't like it because they needed to be absolutely perfect and have everything. Like they need to be healthy the same way they were last year, and so far it's been the absolute opposite. Corey Seager's out for the season. Justin Turner just got back after two months. Uh, guys like Kershaw, Kenta Maeda, Alex Wood, Rich Hill, Tony Singrani, and Yasiel Puig have all missed time. Right now in the lineup, Matt Kemp is the only player batting over 250, and Matt Kemp is having a really phenomenal year. Monster year. Runs, he's like one of the, I think he is the best hitter with runs in scoring position this year. Man, he he started slow too, and I dropped him in fantasy, and it was one of the, one of the worst mistakes I've made so far in fantasy this year. And uh, outside of Jansen and Fields, the bullpen has been super bad as well. Uh, now I'm calling them a pretender. Because I don't think they're going to reach the same level as last year. I wouldn't be surprised if they contend in that division because we've been talking about weak divisions. That is a weak division. There's no one in that division really, really separating themselves, especially because the Diamondbacks are on a absolute mudslide. And so I think that they have a chance to maybe make a playoff push, but they're going to need to get back and they're going to need to have all their guys healthy because they are not deep the same way like the Brewers are. So I think the Dodgers are a pretender. I think the Dodgers will come along. That's why I got the Diamondbacks as my pretender. So I got the Rockies probably. I like the Rockies a lot. Their starting pitching is just suspect, even though they have that monster bullpen now with Odovino, Wade Davis, and they went out and signed Brian Shaw. But I so I think it'll be them and the Dodgers, and then the Diamondbacks falling out, who started off ridiculously hot. I don't think they lost the series all of April, and now they can't seem to win one. They even got swept by the lowly Mets. Couple weeks ago, lowly, relax. Lowly Mets, one game over five hundred. <laughs> the lowly Mets. It's not lowly, and uh, they will be very it's lowly. Middling. Surely. 
middling the Mets. lowly and banged up the Mets. middling Mets. How about that? <laughs> nah, nah. And um, yeah, that that humidor that they put in with Arizona has caused a monster hit to their big bats. Like Paul Goldschmidt is hitting two hundred this year. The power numbers aren't the same. Um, AJ Pollock is having a good year, two ninety three, but that's about it. They're just not getting much offense from anyone in that lineup. Even he's falling off. He started nah, he's having a good super year. hot. He did, he did, but he's having a good year. But Descalso is like one of their best players. Mm-hmm. Jake Lamb is just getting healthy, so we'll see what he can do. I want his jersey. Jake Lamb? Yeah. He's nice. a good player like for the last couple of years, but we'll see how this humor affects him because he's a big power guy who's like 240, 250 with 30 homers. Did they put that in to weaken the opponent coming in? Nah, it was just like, I mean, that's going to weaken them too. It's Same, like a, but it's, why, it, why put that in your, in your building? It's known as a band box. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's thin air. Too, like Arizona, it's Arizona and Denver, both thin air. Um, I don't know, maybe they thought they could win on pitching. I thought Zach Godley would be much better this year. He's off to a kind of slow start, he can't find the strike zone apparently. He walks a ton of guys, his stuff is ridiculous. Pat Corbin's having a really good year for them. He's another one that might be available for Pat a Corbin, team yeah. like the Brewers if the Diamondbacks fall off. Yeah, and Granky's having a pretty good year, so I don't know. I, I, I don't exactly know why they put it in because that team was loaded with bats. Or could have been loaded with bats, but um, yeah, I think that makes a huge effect. It was a big deal in the off season when people were, talk- were talking about fantasy mm-hmm. and picking Goldschmidt high in the first rounds. He usually is; he's an MVP candidate just about every year, um, and it's affected them big time. So we'll see. I will I think say that's why I think they were pretender because they're built on offense. In my eyes, I will say one thing about that division: don't sleep on the Giants. The Giants are are hanging in there. They're about three games under five hundred as of today. But they're also doing it without Johnny Cueto, and they're doing it without Mad Bum. And those two guys... And Samarja got hurt for them, too. So he's terrible. Th- he's, yeah, he's, I think that's a plus, actually. But, <laughs> but listen, they are, they are missing three-fifths of their starting rotation. That's one of the worst contracts in sports, so Jeff Samarja. I don't understand it at all whatsoever. It's pretty bad. I... I've Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know about the Either guys. way. They're, they're a bunch of... They put in a, in a game... Where everyone's trying to get rid of their old guys and get younger or tank, they went after like all the middling guys like Evan Longoria, Andrew McCutcheon. I wouldn't call them middling. I would. I, I mean, when was the last time they were good? I would say a couple years ago. Like Longoria I mean, hasn't been good in a couple. McCutcheon years. was good last year. He was all right last year. I mean, I, I think it, Longoria is coming off a three home run game recently. I think that. All right, one game. I think that the fact that they're veterans gives is what gives me the. Um, how could I don't know? What they can grind out a one? Yeah, they can, they they kind of like they're pacing themselves. They don't got their ace, and they understand what it is to play a full baseball season. Unlike the Braves, who got a bunch of dudes that are going crazy on fourth inning RBI singles in a six-one game. You know what, what I mean? With that? There's nothing wrong with it, but it it tends to fizzle, or in in the most part. When yeah. you got a veteran laden squad, Just that's like when the they salt and pepper tended to fizzle. Right? Look, yo, we're Everyone's still one game not. over five hundred, <laughs> and our and we're missing three fifths of our rotation. All right, yeah, so don't get me started on the Mets. Yeah, Ray Ramirez was a ton of bullshit. No, no, it wasn't. I mean, they're still banged up. They're they're banged up. They're not hurt for the year like they were last year. I don't know. Cespedes is always hurt. Might as well be hurt. He's been hurt though. I don't want to talk about the Mets right now. I know you don't. Giants, watch out for the Giants. All right, well, Brandon Bell is a great player on the Giants. Get his due. Hmm. I want to say great, but he's good. He is. He's, he's good. a great player. He's probably their best hitter. Overposing and hitter, not just a pitter. Huh? It. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting, like you guys still throwing shit out right now. Uh, but yeah, anyway, those are the pretenders and the contenders. Uh, we got to go watch this game. Uh, it's coming on right now. So 
Let's wrap this up, boss. Where can they find you? At Individual27 on Twitter and the gram. At Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. Taco and liquor, Tacos and Liquor is on every streaming platform out now. Please listen to it. At Johnny Patrop is the artist. And the Brutal Fantasy podcast, always coming at you every Wednesday. Free baseball stuff. And Nick? The Lamb Show, everywhere on social media. At Degeneration Bet is the Twitter handle for Degeneration Bets. At uh, Dustin Gooker. Gauker, uh, poor guy, ruined his name on the show too. But anyway, great conversation <laughs> about the, the legalization of sports betting and what happens to Vegas. We did some power ranking of the top three positions that would likely fix a sporting event. And it was fun. It was a nice conversation. So go check that out as well. Yeah, I'll be on my Twitch soon. Just watch out. Are you? Soon. It's coming. FX. A lot of FIFA reactions. Oh man, I miss. can't wait for FIFA. A lot of face palming. Son, I'm, of... I'm playing. I'm telling you now. Like, no, yo, me and, yo, me and Nick are like nice. Yo, guys, we're, we're good role see, players. See, me and Ralph were trying to become like legendary, <laughs> and we need. Yo, we can start our own it. squad, bro. And I'm rolling with you, dog. That's what I'm saying. Yo, yo me and Nick up top are nice. Uh, uh, Yo, when Madden comes out though, I might be a little interested as well. I'm oh, trash. Fuck That's the only video balls. game I really. Yo, last time I played you Madden, I hadn't played in a year, and I almost beat you. And then First you, of all, you, just, you were like, "Yo, Jason's good." Made him quit. What's good? <laughs> Jason Ma- or Michael? One of them. Nah, I made definitely them quit. not Michael. I made them quit. You were like, "Yo, he's nice." I Michael's made him quit. nice. I was made there. I was there. Michael. I saw it. it was Michael. Made him quit. I saw it. Yo, I'm good. But what did you do to me though? You just beat me because you you intercepted one of my balls at the yeah, goal line. Yo, no, my ball hawk on no, me. because I am used to PS4 and oh, and I pressed oh, X instead of A. No weak. lie, that's weak, bro. Yo, you were getting a lot of flack today in the chat on uh, Nick's on Danny's stream about yeah because Maldon man thinks he could beat me in Madden. I'm like yo, you, <laughs> I was because we were talking about COD or whatever. He's like I've never played COD. He's like but I'll kill you in Madden. I was like yo, you Joey was about to drop game. everything and fucking. I was like yo, you picked the wrong game. Yo, Joe, I'm. I'm when nah. Madden comes out and you twitching it, I'm playing you nah, on. No, yeah, yo, I'll no lie, it's going down. No yeah, lie, I'm, he's, I'm nice. he's nice in Madden. But that's, that's who, is, who is? I'm, Joe. I'm nice in Madden. I'm also nice in Madden. No, no, no. They called me. I was, they, they told me I was cheesy. I was like, you know what? I'm never running. They're like, yo, you run too much draws and screens. Nah, I, I, don't I don't run them anymore. That. I don't run draws. Don't run screens. Looks good, boss. Beat him twenty-eight to three. Yo, I had you. Wait. Nah, that's not what happened. Is that what happened? Yeah, I be- I beat you by like uh, like no, three scores. There was one game where I got, in my head I had you like where I wanted you and something blew up. But yo, how about when I almost had you like <laughs> seven years ago and I did the, the B button kickoff? Oh my, yo, he's I, sent yo, it. I promise that one. I yo, I think I he we went to overtime. It was overtime. So he over. sent it into overtime, and in that Madden you could just like hit the B pooch button kick. and they pooch. Kick I remember it. that. It wasn't a squib because that like go- it was like it a was pooch a cheat. Onside. Yo, I picked it up. I was like, yo, you cheating fucking overtime in the playoffs? And then I, I did a halfback dive for Mod Bradshaw, untouched, touchdown, first play. Yo, one Amazing. year in our Madden dice, I went to the Super Bowl, got torched by him. I, th- I think it was you because you won back-to-back years that year. Yeah, one year I went undefeated chance. That was the one year we had like a 2 Joe, I'm going to beat score. you in front of everyone. You're not going to beat me. It's going down. Tim, you can't even beat Joe your brother. Is, I made him quit. Joe is a minus 900 favorite, 100%. <laughs> this is and Warriors the spread is cast. like 13 and a half. And I haven't yeah. even played. You guys have never even seen me play Madden. You're just haters. No, but you I, I know that you respect your brother's shit, and I know I made him get out of my apartment. I know that. Get out! I saw it, too. That is... That is Sorry, I, I, it's not like I never beat my brother, though. Yo, come see me in FIFA, whoever wants work. Yeah, I probably, I probably won't beat you in that, but...
I'm only, I'm only FIFA and NHL team play. Come see my I'm only Speaking of FIFA, VMFC is dropping. We're dropping another episode, so that'll be the next thing you hear from VM. Let's get the fuck out of here. You guys yeah. can follow us on Twitter at Veterans Minimum and our uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Veterans Minimum, and the Instagram, Veterans underscore Minimum. And that is all. Thanks for listening. So good. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.